Alrighty, we're back. Another edition of Behind the Vinyl. Um, Nicholas, how you doing, man? Yes, sir. Doing good. Excellent. And uh, we're happy to, to have John from uh, John Aussie. Hello. Welcome aboard. Thank you. You've uh, you've picked a, a, a cracker of a record for us. We were, we were really excited about this. Do you want to tell us which, which did you pick? Yeah, it's um, it's Tool's second record, yep. um, Anima. Yeah, it's a it's a classic. It's a it's a it's a milestone in uh, in in progressive metal. Yeah, progressive alt, um, you know, alternative weird. metal, yeah. weird metal. Well, I don't want to label it because it's the it stands on its own totally. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a for me, it's a cornerstone of uh, of my whole like my uh, of my childhood. Uh, I would say, uh, or, or at least my early teens, when it comes to to uh, music that I uh, that I really loved. Hmm. Can you remember how you how you come across Tool in the first place? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I would say it's thanks to uh, Rage Against the Machine because they they were friends, and uh, you know Maynard from Tool, the singer. He's singing on the first Rage Against the Machine record, mm. uh, on the song uh, "Know Your Enemy." Yep. You know that 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 yep. that. There's a in the middle of the song. There's a. It's a voice, and you and and you hear that it's not the sax voice. It's a, he's singing like I got no patience now, sick of complaints now, I'm sick of sick of sick of you. Time has come to fight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I remember. I mean, I was a huge Rage fan, and I was like, "Oh, who who is that dude?" Um, and then you know, you started reading about Tool in in the magazines, uh, because in the good old days, there were only so so many um, media platforms that you could discover new music mm, from, yep, which, yep. which I've. Which was great, yeah, absolutely, they, yeah. So I read about them in Kerrang or or Metal Hammer. Um, see, see, Kerrang has a has a lot of praise. Like that was our savior, both of our savior. Yeah. We, oh, we, yeah. we travel hours to get a Kerrang for me, which was three months out of date. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, me too. Still, me too. we learned so much. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. my it was my Bible, you know. Yeah, when I was, when I was for, kid. Sure. Yeah. for sure, for uh, sure. I still have like, I, just the other day, I, I went through my mother's. Like photo uh, collection, you know uh, what do you say? Yeah, you know, but she has actual analog photos. Right. Yeah. Kids, uh, those we had those back in the days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I saw a photo of me like laying on a beach with with uh, you know like all all pale. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like with my parents on a holiday, and just with a with stacks of uh, of metal hammer <laughs> and on my sunbed just just reading you know, that doesn't like, get more metal than that yeah and it was like on the cover it was like machine head or something <laughs> well nice. well nicholas still texts me like hey man check what i check out what i just got and it's a it's a crank from like 20 years ago which yeah you, yeah, yeah yeah you picked up at a second hand shop yeah, or a loppies yeah. or something that's like room that. all away my dad's room away because I, I i started getting kerrang in 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 the 80s um and uh, had him for a long time and then when i moved out of the house like a year after my dad called me and said oh i found all these magazines do you you, you want to keep them or and at that time i was just i was living by myself yeah. um studying and was just like nah you know fuck it <laughs> and then i regretted it immediately so i've started to kind of collect those kerrang magazines that i once had mm -hmm. so you know just for nostalgia. Yeah. There's a there's a journalist in the UK, Dave Ling. Have you ever heard of Dave Ling? No. He, he, he used to write for Kerrang! and he wrote for Metal Hammer and now he's one of the main writers of Classic Rock magazine over there. Mm. And um, he, full-on collector. And uh, and we were good friends when I was living back there. And one day um, we were talking with my ex-wife and uh, Dave smuggles in a tape recorder and records every single show he goes to just for himself. He's such a music mm -hmm fan you know a fanatic and um as soon as he said that <clears throat> my wife just looked at me and went no <laughs> no you know because she saw the the wheels turning yeah. oh fuck yeah i could do that but uh it's not the case
discovered them through the magazine, perhaps also on like uh, uh, Headbangers Ball on on MTV, uh, and later on Super Rock, which was a uh, it was a uh, it was a show on MTV that was aired at midnight Sunday, uh, so you had to stay up late uh, or like. Uh, not wake your parents when you got up because you were supposed to sleep. I mean, I was a kid. I was into the shit, you know, from starting from when I was 10. Oh, right. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm born in 82 and, you know, I discovered uh, like, you know, the first time I heard Smells Like Teen Spirit on MTV, I was hooked with, with you know, I went from only listening to Michael Jackson to only listening to rock music right. uh, in a split second right. when I was 10. And I... And then after that, you know, everything came. Then I discovered Metallica and yeah, uh, and it was a good, it, you know, like the first five years of the nineties was a it was it was good years for for, for rock. For rock. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good music came out. Uh, um, MTV changed the, uh, the the when they started airing Stink Fist. Yeah, uh, they changed it to <laughs> call it track number one. Exactly. Oh, they? <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is which is pretty. Um, I, I was trying to dig around and see if there was anything Tool said about that, but I couldn't find right. anything because it was MTV that changed it yeah. to track number one, yeah. and also they changed the lyrics. They edited. They edited. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, mm. which what was do you mean, like a bleep. Or, I, I think they yeah. bleeped or they cut bits out or okay. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Because yep. because I mean that song. If you only listen, if you don't read the lyrics at the same time, uh, you don't really get it. What it's about, no. and it's not that as many tools it's not it's never obvious you know it's it's never like you know uh, in your face no it's not no. like fuck you i won't do what you tell me I'm no, like, no. okay i get the point you know <clears throat> yeah yeah i mean that song uh stink fist it's a it's a subtle a s- subtle you say subtle, right? subtle, yeah. Subtle, yeah. Yeah. song about about uh, uh seeking uh seeking like a pleasure and and fulfillment uh, to the point where you where you allow someone to fist you in the ass. Yeah. You know, uh, and still that's not enough. Right. right. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's yeah. like, it, I guess it's about, you know, the craving and the constant searching for uh, like, yeah. I just want to get that feeling of uh, being, you know, like at, at ease, at peace, you know. Right. Yeah. And if it yeah. takes, because it's funny with the lyrics, it starts with like a knuckle and then it's a full hand, right? And, yeah. And then, and then at the end of the lyric, it's like, it's the whole, it's down to the elbow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's just going deeper and deeper until I find something. Yeah. You know, and it, you know, it's a love relationship also between the two persons. Uh, yeah, Reminds me of Robert Mapplethorpe. Oh yeah, the, the artist, f- photographer. Yeah. Yeah. Went to one of his shows at Louisiana in Denmark, and I remember one of the photos. He took some great photos, but there's also some really, you know weird ones and one photo is of like um a hand and an arm up to the elbow up someone's ass and it's it's interesting because it's just a black and white photo but it's very direct and in your face and it's so funny that in that concept it's art yeah yeah. you know everywhere else it's just like weird (coughs) porn or whatever but that's art so yeah always interesting well, this this album is littered with with the sexual references. E- mm. e- even the title, you know, the the double yeah. entendre of, yeah, yeah, the, of exactly. the title yeah. is is yeah. yeah. And it's um, I've always I think, well, like throughout the years, I've I've actually gotten more, like, I've become a bigger and bigger Tool fan. Yeah. With, with the years since they haven't released anything until now, right? Yeah. Uh, for so many years, you only had these records, and I. And they've been with me for so long, and I kept finding new stuff. Right, yeah. And especially like the whole a spiritual, if you will, side of Tool, which is a uh, uh, more more apparent on the record after this one, yeah. uh, like uh, uh, Lateralis. Right. Uh, that's where that's sort of their. It's where their like spiritual journey opened up more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is. Here they are still a bit more like angry teens, uh, but super smart, and they and they talk about you know the lyrics is a lot about um, the psychology of man. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that then moves into like the spiritualism, uh, uh, which they have like been 
it's like they found their really home on the album after this, and they yep. and they've been in that realm with yeah. with Alex Gray also, right? The, yeah. um, the artist yeah. who 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 have done pretty much everything for them together with Adam Jones, the guitar player, yep. since um, Lateralis. But this, uh, I mean, you hear the um, there's so much will and the, uh, there's so much energy and effort put into to this record, yeah. Um, and it's um, it's 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 just um, I think it will stand the. Um, Stand, stand uh, the test of time. Exactly. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it has. Yeah, yeah. I think it has, yeah. yeah. I think it's probably, <coughs> of all the Tool records, this is probably the one that I listen to the least. I can uh, see, the least. Yeah. see this, is yeah. the, this is the strongest for me. This is without a doubt the strongest yeah, for me. Yeah, uh, my, my first, like, my first uh, encounter with, with Tool was in 1994 when I, I was in the U.S. I was studying and they showed um, Sober. S- sober, yeah. Yeah. And that really knocked me on my ass because it was so different. The song was so different, and so I really like like that on uh, that album, Undertow, and 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 then I got into Lateralis and all that, and I got this record way later. Mm. But it is a good one. It is mm. a good one. For me, it's like the opposite. I don't really fancy the first record too much. Right. It, to me, it's like they hadn't find their their uh, the sound. And yeah. Right, right. You know, and it was too. To me, I guess it was. Uh, it was a bit too uh, too grungy, and uh, you know there were grunge bands that were way better than that record. Right. But but when this came, it was something else. Yeah. It was like, oh shit, this is now they're doing something completely on. You know, right. hmm. they have their own platform now. Yeah. Uh, and then it just took off. So I, for me, this and and Lateralis is the is the um, is the peak. But 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 I love all the I love Ten Thousand Days also. And right. The, and the and the latest record just keeps on growing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm I'm struggling with that. I'm still struggling with that a little. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just the other day about to buy a bootleg version on vinyl. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do. No, it. but it's a. Uh, I think it's even more hard to digest. Yeah, you, you yeah. Know, yeah. So you have to give it lots and lots <laughs> of. You know, also like the first time I listened to it, I I became like, oh, I don't like the production. I, yeah. Uh, it's too low. I was like, right. oh, oh, they should have used more compression and shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know all. But then you know, then it starts working on you, uh, and you get in, and it's you know, like some of the songs and some of the lyrical themes are so it's so um, like stripped down and just you know a, a song like. Well, now we're talking about a different tool right, yeah, than yeah, the one. You know. uh, well, um, yeah, no, but um, I don't. I don't want to. I guess I'm. I'm such a big tool fan that uh, that I want to tell you that I give it more tries. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was funny as well because this record came out on vinyl first. Oh, really? It was released on vinyl in September of 1996, I think. Right. And then the CD version came in October. Came after. Which is kind of weird. Yeah, that's really interesting. Which is also weird with the new one, since it's only streaming and there's the deluxe kind of version. There's only one format of it. Yeah, Yeah. but the CD version doesn't have all the songs because the album is too long. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. And there's no vinyl version for it yet. Yeah. Well, the fact that this one came out on vinyl, I have no, I've never heard that before, but maybe that's because of Adam, you know? Yeah, maybe it's something no that Adam is, uh, you know. Obviously, you know they're all very creative people, but yeah. I, I kind of see Adam as being the the central hub, which sure. everything. Yeah. yeah, there was all this the back to the the latest tour record. There's interviews. I know Joe Rogan did a a big interview with Maynard, yeah, yeah. where Maynard said, "I'm just waiting on the other guys. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I've been ready for years. That's why I do um, Perfect Circle. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been ready for years. So, which everyone thought, and me included, thought it was Maynard holding it up." Absolutely. Maybe it was the other guys. Yeah. You know? yeah. But Adam, you know, do you, obviously there's another Rage Against the Machine connection because yeah. uh, Tomarello and and Adam Adam used to be roommates. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think I think uh, Tomarello gave guitar lessons to Adam Jones. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a small world. It's 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 <laughs> yeah. It's a small world. That that Rage Against the Machine really are, are sitting in the hub of that very small world. Oh sure, yeah. You yeah. know they got connections as we talk about with Pearl Jam. Yeah. Yeah, because Brad Wilkes, the drummer, was in yeah, Pearl yeah. Jam for yeah. a very short time. Oh, yeah. Um, and then there's just little offsets everywhere. Yeah. So definitely. Um, let's play a song and then we'll come back. Yeah.
So um, digging through a little bit. Um, so we just played H then, a great song. Um, originally Half Empty. Mm. Maynard introduced it as Half yeah. Empty, the, yeah. the song, you know. Um, There's something about the, the angel and the devil, and isn't it? Something like that. Mm. He talked about it once when they were playing it live where he said in an interview that it was like where he was watching like old cartoons where you had like the the angel on one side, the devil, the on, devil the on the other shoulder, and something about that. Because there was a rumor whether it was half empty or half full. What was right. the title? But I think yeah. he said once that it was half empty. Yeah, yeah. that's another great song. Yeah. Another yeah. super strong song. Yeah, I don't think there's. I mean, this whole record is uh, every song is um, is uh, it's very good. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, yeah. There's no fillers on this record. <laughs> no, I think I, I I I've only seen them once. I saw them last year at Copenhagen, mm-hmm. uh, and I think they played four tracks. Yeah, I think they opened with Stinkfist, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, I think they opened with with Anima. Oh, maybe they did. Yeah, yeah. maybe they did. Yeah. Maybe they did. Right. Because yeah. I also saw them. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, well, then you know. <laughs> I, I actually I saw them before this record come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in Australia, they played right, yeah. something called Alternative Nation in Australia mm-hmm. in 1995, I think it was, with Nine Inch Nails, with Lou Reed. It was really weird. Nine Inch Nails, Lou Reed, Faith No More, Body Count, mm-hmm. and, and Tool played there. Cool. And it was pretty. It's a nice lineup. Oh, it, the, it was great. Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh, Stone Temple Pilots cancelled. All right. But um, yeah, Pennywise is oh. extreme from Pennywise Therapy. Nine Inch Nails, Lou Reed doing acoustic. Huh. Um, it was nice. great. It was yeah. great, great. Nice. Um, but they were they were phenomenal. I, I can remember seeing them then and just thinking, Jesus, this is just yeah. Yeah. absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, yeah I saw them. Um, actually, for me, it's like um, I didn't see them in the 90s at all. I'm, I mean, they didn't come that often. And I was a kid. They played at, at the Holtzfeld Festival once. And, mm, right. And I wasn't able to go. Uh, and that and that bothered me. And then they were supposed to play with Black Sabbath on uh, at the Globe. Um, it was like a tour, um, or per, or perhaps it was Ossie. It was Ossie, I think. Only. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But he canceled the whole tour because right. he broke his back. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, and then they played at the for the Ten Thousand Days record. They played at the. Um, they did some festivals in Europe, and they played at the the court festival in in norway right and and we also played there with with janossi and they they of course headline uh they played at like 11 o'clock and to my disappointment <laughs> we were on at like 11 15 <laughs> <laughs> on stage two you uh-huh. know so uh uh, Let's play this show really fast. Yeah, and I was so I was so pissed at that, and I decided not to even watch the first show of the tour. You know, you know, because I just fuck it. Um, and then I didn't see see them, and then they uh, they sort of disappeared. They didn't yeah. do anything. But then they popped up like a couple of years ago. They announced um, like ten dates uh, in 2016, I think. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I decided, okay, I'm gonna fly and see them. You know, so I went to New York and saw them. Ah, nice. Yeah. Which which venue? Uh, they played at um, it was a festival, uh, the Governor's Ball Festival. Right. Um, it's up on Randall's Island, up in um, oh. in East River. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. But it's like it's a two day festival, but only one headliner each day. Right. And so it's not super. I mean, it was big, but it's not like the whole like super big festival where the where the band is like way off. It was still. I mean, it was really good setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was in the summer in New York, uh, on an island, and you had the skyscrapers, you know, uh, as a backdrop. Yeah, and it was just, uh, it was magical. Uh-huh. It was so, it was so, so good. <laughs> and it was before that because I wanted to see them because I thought perhaps they are going to release a new record soon, and I wanted to see, like, I still see them before they release the new. Uh, and that was actually, yeah, I was. Um, um, it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was ridiculous because, you know, it was like, it was like spiritual to me. <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> and also because, uh, let's say, they went on stage at like 11.30 at night. And like 11.25, it was a full moon and a, and a clear sky. And just like a couple of minutes before they went on stage, the full moon was right above center stage you know exactly center stage like a clock right yeah. then at, then at 11 30 was like ding, and they went on stage so 
like if you draw a straight line from center stage, you would hit the full moon. Straight Love up. it. Cool. Uh, you know, and it feels like that was planned. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 It, got, yeah. it was just too too good. Yeah. Um, and then I saw them um, last summer, also as, as you did. Yeah. In, yeah. Um, in Vienna. Oh, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. You were playing on the same festival, or no? I I went. You went for it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was not a festival. It was one of the few shows that they, that they did. did. Oh, okay. oh right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I picked like I looked for the smallest venue. Uh, yeah, and that was also it was really good. Yeah. All right, you know, is um is Tool someone that your fans would John Ozzy fans you think would uh, would picture you being into? Well, I've been talking about them for a while, so um, if they have heard interviews with me, they would probably know. No, yeah, and they probably know that that I'm first and foremost, uh, you know, listen to a lot of metal music. Yeah. Uh, that's my, you know, I learned to play guitar from from this record. Yeah, I was going to say, where's that guitar sound of yours oh, coming right. from? Well, that's from, yeah, you know, just playing along. Um, I have, I haven't had any guitar lessons or singing lessons in my ever. You know, right, yeah. I just learned to uh, try to figure out by listening to the music that I loved yeah. and play along. So uh, I definitely learned to play guitar from this record and all the Rage records. Well, I was going to say that the setup, your, your setups would kind of suggest there's a little bit of a Rage influence there for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But still, I play acoustic guitar mostly yep. through amps and it's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But that's another story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's got to be pretty hard to start off playing along to Tool. Yeah. I mean, others would pick something, uh, you know, way easier. Like an ACDC song or something like that. Yeah, I guess I didn't saw it that way. I just listened to the music, right, yeah. and I and I also wanted to rock, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So instead of just like jumping around in my room, I could have a guitar on me, you know, start off from there, and yeah. then and then try to listen to what I heard and take it from there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess so. Cool. Interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Still 
swing it back to the record um so uh justin chancellor this is the first record with justin yeah yep didn't he what was it you that talked to um i remember this one of the copenhagen guys saying that that i think justin's wife asked for like copenhagen hoodies and stuff like that because he thought they looked so cool no that was slipknot one of the slipknot guys was that one of the yeah one of the slipknot guys, guys oh, right, wives okay, okay. yeah yeah all right <clears throat> but um but justin just justin and danny i think were everywhere in the summertime um catching up with a lot of people you yeah know, the, the behemoths and the slipknots yes. and all that kind a of stuff of they pictures on social media exactly really invested themselves since yeah. they were really happy to be out there and yeah, playing so. and, and enjoying music yeah. um but he actually supported he was in a band called peach and mm. and they actually supported um tool in 1990 back in the oh, uk boy. and that's where they first crossed paths all right yeah cool so it's pretty pretty interesting a long time ago it shows you know when you're when you're supporting yeah yeah um it can, you know, yeah, 
come full circle. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> and and the old bass player is now in ministry. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah. Right. He's, he's recently got the gig playing in ministry. All right, so. Cool. Also, the album is dedicated to Bill Hicks, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's included. There's there's a sound bite of him on, on the album as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and he's on the cover in yeah, the, exactly. the alternative yeah. cover and yeah. on the inside. Yeah. And I, and I can remember this was how I first found out who Bill Hicks was. Right. I had Me too. no idea who he Me was too, beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Are you a Bill Hicks fan? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> sure. Uh, I mean, um, back then when, when it was released, I didn't really pay that much attention. No. Uh, I mean, I, I was a kid and you can only, I mean, you could read on the booklet, there's a guy called Bill Hicks. Okay. Right. And how on earth do I find him? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay. It's, it's some comedian. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, throughout the years, you have heard all this standups and yeah, he's a, uh, he's one of those uh, iconic standup guys who is, it's not only a, you know, comedy, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's more of a spirit, uh, and uh, you know, like stand up for who, like uh, who you are. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's a hero, definitely. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's funny with the uh, with the bits that they they have uh, sampled, uh, put on the record, like the one. Uh, see, I really think drugs has done some has done some good things <laughs> for. For humanity, for humanity. Yeah. If you don't believe me, go home tonight, take all your CDs, all your records, and burn them. Yeah. Because you know what? Yeah. Those artists who made those records, real fucking high on drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's so true. To some extent, yeah, I think yeah. that too. And I, but I think like more like I don't know, maybe like smoking pot and stuff like that. I don't think shooting heroin and things like that will, you know make you more creative but maybe i don't know i've never, I, 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 I've never you said it. some yeah you know it's <laughs> yeah. not all yeah, yeah. That, that's a totally different conversation yeah. for, you know that's a that's a long bout i could you could argue for and against oh yeah you sure. could you could argue that it actually stops creativity yeah, definitely but, oh yeah. yeah but then you eventually will just come down to should you risk doing anything in life in order to achieve anything? Right. Or, or should you just stay still yeah. and just live and be healthy until you die? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. True. Yeah. So True. It's, it's a total different discussion. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But they were starting uh, about creativity. I also read that that um, for the the European CD version, there was an insert with 16 fake albums. Tool covers. If, uh, tool, tool covers. Tool titles. Yeah. 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 Uh, with titles such as Gay Rodeo. Two wieners for daddy, and I smell urine. To name see, a few. You see, yet again, it's referring back to yeah. the the sexual, or at least the um, the the I don't know the help me out here. What would you call that? Some kind of sexual connotation. Yeah. Oh, sure. A, yeah, as in the album title, as in hooker with a penis. Oh yeah. yeah. As in stink fist. Yep. As in you know everywhere you go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Forty six and two. What is that about? Yeah. Yep. Well, do you know what that is? 46 and 2? Yeah. No, I don't know. No. <laughs> no. no. Surely it, there's something there. But it shows, uh, I guess it shows uh, also uh, that they still, uh, they had uh, a bit of like a juvenile side to them still. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've always been like big in comedy, especially Maynard, like uh, with the Pussyfer stuff. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of fun, you know? And yeah. he does sketches and shit. So he started there, really. But, uh, as I said, like with with Lateralis, the record after this, it's sort of all that nonsense, right? Yeah, right. If you yeah, will, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. stopped, and it became like really, you know, it became more like an ayahuasca journey, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then uh, you know, like oh, learn to swim, all you stupid LA uh, <laughs> LA gangsters, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was a probably a lot of things added to that as well. Different record label. Mm. Um, suddenly, they'd gone from a from a bubbling cult band yeah. to to one of the one of the hottest bands in yeah. the in the land, you yeah. know, and def- definitely for ten thousand days they were yeah tipped. I remember hearing that that's that album beforehand. You know, we expected to sell more than Thriller, right? You know, mm. which was never going to happen. No, no. Um, but they all. I mean, like for the last, I would say, like for the last since I guess Lateralis maybe or ten thousand days. When they're, I mean, they've been do, they've been doing like really big tours in the U.S. Yeah, and they they sell out arenas that are between ten and fifteen thousand people. 
And they did that even like when they toured, even between 10,000 Days and the new one, when they toured, uh, they've done really, really well. And they play big arenas. Yeah. And I think um, now they are bigger than ever. Yeah. As, as many, you know, um, some bands, they, they fade away when, mm. they, when they are not uh, present and when they are not... Uh, you know, um, active working their Instagram, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. uh, and some bands, uh, like the legacy just builds. Mm. Uh, so it's, uh, I guess it's a supply and demand factor that, that is working in favor to the artist, mm. uh, which is, which is, uh, like a dream place to be for an artist. Uh, that's my dream that me and Aussie can just quit and shut the fuck up and then, uh, organically grow <laughs> and like in 15 years we're gonna we will be like 10 times bigger than we are now right uh, but, but it's definitely the case with uh, with tool and you can see that like with Rage Against the Machine now you know like you know sure. it's a bomb it's like yep. fuck everything else yep. yeah. Rage is back yeah. you know we don't care about your face tattoos anymore <laughs> uh, you know kiddo yeah, you know, here's fucking Sac de la Rocha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so fuck you, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 that's there's a lot of bands you talked about the early '90s. There are a lot of bands that are like that. Whereas in the in the '80s, the hair metal was kind of gone. You know, once it went, it, it went. Mm. Um, but the Rage Against the Machine, the Tools, the Sound Gardens, the Alice in Chains. Yep. You know, all this kind of stuff. Um, even the Nirvanas, even the Melvins didn't sell so much, but the the legacy and the the cult, the cultness of them and the the credibility has yeah. Yeah. has shone through a lot of those ninety bands. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's good era, good era of music. A lot of good music. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, but uh, as long as new bands keep on coming, because you don't want to, it can't be just the old, uh, you know, like uh, there has to be new generations of bands coming. Yeah. Uh, to to. To, to to keep it fresh anyway, mm, yeah. um, and I don't really know how it's going with that. Uh, it feels like um, I have no idea. No. But you 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 kind of wonder about when the Metallicas and the Maidens and the whatever, when all those bands are gone, who's going to be like the ones that sell out stadiums and yeah. and so on? And are there going to be any bands like that? Or it's it's. Um, I'm going to say there will be. Yeah, probably. It's, yeah, it's a probably. it's a it's a conversation that, like, two generations back from us, right, would have been having as well. Oh, sure. You yeah. know who's going to yeah. take over from the, the Black Sabbaths or sure. the Aerosmiths yeah. or yeah. whatever it was in the rock world, yeah. the ACDCs. You know, now those a lot of those are still there, but we we got bands coming through. You know, oh, sure. some sure. of them we maybe don't like, but uh, there's a lot of them coming oh, through. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, you know, like uh, even the, the the Foo Fighters and. Mm. Although they've been around for a long time, that's there's a there's a whole different yeah wave coming through. So I think that's live music is fine. I actually think the music scene at the moment is fucking wonderful. Yeah. You know, some of the new bands coming through, some of it like yourself. You know, um, not that you're new, but you know, new material. Some of the fresh. best material, fresh, young, fresh. young, fresh, viral, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Um, even some of the older artists, some yeah. of the music they're putting through is like the best yeah. of their career. It's, Gene Simmons is wrong. Gene Simmons is Rock so dead. fucking wrong, man. It's unbelievable, you know. But I'm thinking the the producer David is it Bottrell? Yep. Uh, that's a guy I've never really. I, I was checking him out, and before this one, he'd worked with um, David Sylvian, actually, which is uh, a favorite of mine. He's worked with a lot of people. Yeah, and then yeah. later on, he's done. He's mixed like he mixed Dream Theater and he, Dream Theater. He worked with Silverchair as well. Yes. Uh, he, um, he's he's the only producer outside of. Outside of Tool, to have worked with Tool, right, right, yeah, exactly. He did the Undertow record as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. He did King Crimson in '95. Did King Crimson? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's that's a funny thing I, saw, I found as well that um, the um, um, the useful idiots on the record, yeah, um, which is just like uh, uh, record player needles. It's a trick. Track. Exactly. It's skipping. Yeah. And they strategically placed that at the end of side A on the vinyl version, right? To to uh, annoy people, I guess. Yeah. But those things those things are cool. I remember there's uh, which one is that? Is that um, a typo negative? Right. 
on I can't remember or is it is it October Rust or where they start off with the um, the CD kind of make it sound like the, there's um there's a scratch of this yeah and it? then they come in and say ah oh, this is John and blah blah and this is Pete from Stuyvesant hope you like the new record blah 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 and they're chatting and stuff like that and there was like uh, for a while there, there were, I think there was like a trend to to do funny stuff exactly or do, yeah I remember like Corn on their third record the first song started at track 13 oh okay yeah, right yeah, was, yeah, yeah yeah silent 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 for yeah. 13 songs <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so that was like oh okay wow you know? yes. yeah oh, it that's wasn't sick. really that impressive it was just like okay yeah like you proved what point yeah that yeah. you can waste yeah. a bit of my time yeah yeah uh, exactly uh, but oh, yeah. you had that secret track that was 10 minutes oh, after oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. And, and that was frustrating that was more frustrating was, well i like that i like that i mean uh, i was I mean, here you have Third Eye as a secret track. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, which is one of their absolute best songs ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember buying. I, I think I have a. I think I have one Raging Speedhorn record. I can't remember which one it is. Right, yeah. But there's a hidden track that, that as well stars. Like it's not a hit. It's it's. I can't remember what it is. It's something. Someone screaming about black metal or whatever it is. But if you have that album, I remember the first time I listened to it, and I had the. Uh, had it turned up, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. so the music was playing really loud, and then like the last song, it went quiet, and I was walking around like I'm mean, doing all kinds of stuff. Then all of a sudden, like ten minutes later, just some, yeah. someone screaming, and it just freaked you out. It's like a Deftones, uh, the second Deftones record. I, I also really loved Def, Deftones. Right, among uh, the fur, among yeah, the fur, yeah, around the fur, around the fur, uh, uh, has a secret track mm. at 34 minutes in. Oh, which is really loud, <laughs> and it starts with like. With drums just going, I remember also having that, uh, you know, and also like, um, uh, like falling asleep in my room, uh, with right. the record on, yeah, and then I'm like, okay, now it's done, yeah, and then like after half an hour, like, you know, <laughs> oh man, love it, yeah, um. Alrighty, we're, we're just about done. Let's go okay. out playing um, yeah. uh, 46 and 2. Um, and I John Oz. Go- I have to Google that. You've got to Google what you it don't means. I don't know what yeah. it is. No, I don't know what it means. But it's, it's just like, like like the Misfits 138. I still don't know what, what 138 means. 138, yeah. okay. I have no idea. We are 138. Do you know what it is? No, I don't. I don't. Even if you Google it, you can't find it. There's no, no. answer to it. There's uh there's so many things I used to work with Danzig. There's so many things I wanted to ask him but never <laughs> never did. And a couple of things I did, but there's so many that yeah. I didn't and I really wish yeah. I did. Yeah. Um John Ozzy, the new album is now out. Yes. And um obviously you're happy with it. I am, yeah. We've been uh I think we achieved something uh really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We are we are stoked. Good, good, good. And nice. live dates, and you're you're hitting the road really soon. Yeah, we're going on tour in just a couple of weeks from yep. now. Um, yeah, we're going down to Germany first: Germany, Switzerland, Austria, uh, and then Sweden. Good, right. excellent. And you work with the uh, Fireside Pelle. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's been the producer. Yeah. Which was like he's one of those guys that we've known for. For many years, and we like we've always talked about, oh, it's it's ridiculous that we haven't done anything together. So, and this time it was just it, it was time, right? Yeah. And and he and his productions, uh, like we knew how he did things, and it was exactly what we were after, right? This time around, something a bit more raw and stripped down uh, when it comes to like using few elements, right? And. Uh, but still yeah. young, fresh, and viral. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks for your time, man. Thank you for cool. having me. It was thanks. fun. Yeah. Absolutely. It was great. And we'll do it again soon. And for now, we'll go with um, 46 and 2.
望。